But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. time it is when we hear that siren it's time for frank's power play frank go ahead and go well this is gonna be kind of a trade deadline recap and preview as the trade deadline is this monday but there's been some trades that have gone down and i think one of the first big dominoes to fall was on march 14th and that was where the colorado avalanche acquired defenseman josh manson from the anaheim ducks for defenseman drew hellison in the 2023 second round pick so joe sackick trying to make sure his blue line is good for the postseason but he wasn't done yet as they sent uh, left winger center tyson yost to the minnesota wild for nico sturm Interesting move there because I thought Yost was a key player, but again, there may not have been room at the end, or they're probably looking for some more scoring elsewhere. The New York Rangers also got forward Frank Vetrano from the Florida Panthers for a 2022 fourth round pick. More on the Rangers and how they've really turned it around momentarily. The Panthers still making deals. They get defenseman Ben Chiarat from the Montreal Canadiens, but they paid kind of a hefty price. They gave up forward Tyler's Milanic, a 2023 first rounder and a 2022 fourth rounder blue defensemen are definitely at a premium the Seattle Kraken make their first deadline move they deal Kelly Yarncroft to the Calgary Flames for a 2022 second round pick a 2023 third round pick and a 2024 seventh round pick and then this was a bit of a bigger trade as yeah, one year Blackhawks made, Derek. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Lightning acquired forward Brandon Hagel, who had been having a decent season in Chicago. Also got a 2022 fourth rounder and a 2024 fourth rounder. In exchange, the Blackhawks get forward Boris Katchok, forward Taylor Radish. I think I'm saying that right. Who The latter was definitely a little bit more of a contributor down in Tampa. A 2023 first and a 2024 first. Wow. Julian Breezeball really paid a premium there. Everyone will see if it pays off for him. Those, those are the moves as of this hour with trade deadline coming up, and there could be plenty other moves on the way. As Speaking of that, I'll pull up TSN's trade bait list. Highlight a few names on there. At the top of the list is Anaheim defenseman Hampus Lindholm. Ducks are definitely looking to rebuild and get some guys out of there. Claude Giroux of the Philadelphia Flyers, who just hit a milestone game. It was a pretty big ceremony they honored him with, which I thought was pretty classy. He might be on his way out, too, especially if he wants a chance at winning another and winning the Stanley Cup. The Kraken may not be done making a move. Mark Giordano, he's expected to be moved out, too. Jacob Chikrit of the Coyotes still listed, but he's been banged up. I don't know if he'll get moved. And then just a couple other names. 
the flower, Marc-Andre Fleury, a.k.a. Dave the Man God Harris's favorite goaltender from his days in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He might be on his way out of Chicago. I think I lo- would like to see him go back to Vegas. Maybe do another cup run there. Who knows what's going to happen. And a few other no- notable names are contracts. Shea Weber's contract could be moved. As for the Detroit Red Wings, sounds like Nick Letty. He's been held out. Of, he was held out of their most recent game in Vancouver. So I think he's probably going to get moved, moved for some draft capital. We'll give him what we've seen, guys. Fetch. I think Steve should be able to get a good return for him. Mark Stahl also on the list too. I think he's probably going to want to finish out his career with a chance at winning a Stanley Cup, as he's the I believe he's the only of the three. Three main stall brothers to not win a cup. My dream would be to see Eric and Mark get traded to Carolina so that way they could reunite with Jordan and then all three stalls could go and have a chance at winning a cup together. But again, that's just more wishful thinking on my part. A few other, and also he mentions Phil Castle of Arizona uh, could get moved. So, Philippe Zadina, the Red Wings, he's another guy who's been mentioned to be moved here and there. And I've even heard Tyler Bertuzzi as well. And the report is Steve Eisman is, report has been saying that everybody could be moved with the exception of Dylan Larkin, Lucas Raymond, or Mo Sider. So, given how the Wings have been playing lately, giving up way too many goals, I think he's probably saying, you know what, I need to start getting some more draft capital in, getting some dead weight out of here. But that remains to be seen. One thing I did see somebody post about Steve is that he's not afraid to make a move that most of us would probably say, I don't know if we should do that. But, of course, he do, he, he do, Steve does his homework, so whatever he does, he does. Uh, so anyways, looking at our... Check our stat leaders across the league. I think as I pull that up, up leading the league in points, no surprise. Connor McDavid, 87, followed by Jonathan Huberto with 86, Leon Dreisaitl, 84, Johnny Gaudreau, and Austin Matthews with 79 77 to round out the top five. Austin Matthews leading the goal scoring race at 45, but there's been a couple guys who have hit the 40 mark. Dreisaitl just hit that mark, and so did Chris Kreider of the Rangers. That's a career for him. Alex Ovechkin's at 39. And Kyle Connor at 38 to round out the top five there. In the assist department, Huberto leads that with 65 on the year, followed by Roman Yossi, Artemi Panarin, McDavid, and Gaudreau. On the goal department, in the goalie department, and goals against... Jacob Markstrom of the Flames leads with a 2.06, followed by Igor Shesterkin of the Rangers at 2.07, Freddie Anderson of the Hurricanes, 2.08, Jeremy Swayman of the Boston Bruins with a 2.09, and Vili Husso of the St. Louis Blues rounding out the top five at a 2.22. Save percentage, Shesterkin leading that category at a .938, and Markstrom, a league-leading nine shutouts, as for defenseman scoring, Roman Yossi leading that category with 72 points on the season. And, and as for rookies, although this guy 
Some people don't consider a rookie because he's been around for a lot longer. Michael Bunting of the Maple Leafs with 47 points, followed by Lucas Raymond with 46, Trevor Zagres 44, Mo Sider and Anton Lundell 38. Goals, Bunting leading with 20, and assists. Sider leading the way with 37. Those are some league leaders of note. We'll take a look at the standings on this Saturday, the 19th day of March. March as the trade deadline approaches. Over in the, actually, you know, we'll do this by where teams are at in relation to the playoffs. In the Metropolitan Division, those Carolina Hurricanes still leading the way there. There with a grand total of 88 points on the year, followed by David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins with 83, and the New York Rangers seemingly finding their way back in the playoff picture, 81 points. The Florida Panthers, team from Florida that I did not expect to be leading the standings, but they are, followed by the reigning champion Tampa Bay Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Home down there. The first two wild card spots go to the Boston Bruins with 81 points and the Washington Capitals with 80. And from there, it's pretty much a drop off. Columbus fit 15 points out. Islanders 21 out. Red Wings 23 out. Followed by Buffalo, Ottawa, New Jersey, Philly, and Montreal, which is bringing up the basement. So I think. I would say your East playoff picture is pretty well set, ladies and gentlemen, at this time. Unless something crazy happens in some team, as former friend of the show, Anthony Stang, like to say, Poopa Hammer. Mm-hmm. God rest his soul. Yeah. Meanwhile, over in the Western Conference, the Colorado Avalanche are running away, are just kicking ass and taking names of the Central Division. 93 points. I believe that would actually put them in the Catbird seat for the President's Trophy. Yes, it would. They have a, they're up by three points over the Panthers for that and five over the Hurricanes, but they're killing everybody in the Central Division. And followed by the St. Louis Blues, 77 points. At, excuse me, Minnesota Wild with 74. In the Pacific Division, Calgary Flames leading the way there with 82 points. Well, as I mentioned, they did acquire Cal Yarncroft. Before the deadline, we'll see if they make a few other moves there. There, the LA Kings. How about that? They've really turned it around too. They're now second place in the Pacific. They have been at the bottom of the barrel for a while. They're finally getting things going. Edmonton Oilers hanging around in third place. Face the Wild Cards, the Nashville Predators, seventy-four points. They had those Vegas Golden Knights with seventy. But it's a lot tighter for a playoff spot. As I, it's pretty unsettled. As the Dallas Stars are only a point out. Vancouver Canucks, three out. Out of a wild card. Winnipeg Jets, only four points out. Anaheim Ducks, five out. Although it sounds like that they may, that they may end up having a fire sale and say, you know what, even though... Because if we get in, we're probably going to get decapitated in the first round anyway. Decapitated. Followed by the the San Jose Sharks. Ten points out. Your Blackhawks, Derek. This is where the drop-off is. They got 53 points. Mm -hmm. The Arizona Coyotes, still a mess at 44. And the Seattle Kraken are (laughs) sadly just being what we thought an expansion team would be. Dead last, 42 points. But hey, you know what? Their time will come. 
Right. They just didn't have the luck that Vegas did. But anyways, that'll do it for my power play on this Saturday. The 19th day of March in the year of our Lord 2022. Trade deadline, Monday afternoon at 3 o'clock. I'm sure most people will be tuned into NHL.com. Um, I, th- I don't know if ESPN Plus will have a trade deadline special like they did for Free Agent Frenzy where they just use TSN's coverage. Hope they do because I think that's good. Also gives me a little something to watch on my break at work and get some news and pass it along to everyone else. So enjoy the trade deadline, folks. Hopefully some good moves get made and then it'll be time to buckle down and make a run for the rest of the regular season and playoffs will be here once the end of April comes around. That's right. After further review, that was a good power play there, Frank. I mean, it was very well constructed, and it was kind of done in a good time, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, next week I'll have a trade deadline recap. Okay, good. That's good. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. You're listening to 88.3 WXUTs. After further review, coming up next, we've got David the Man of God. Harris, uh, next, we'll call him up. Looks like usually there was a piece for the Aux 2, but it looks like that is gone. So we'll improvise it. We'll find a way with this. All right? All right. Take a quick commercial break. When we return, David, the man of God here, he's got some fiery topics. 50 burgers, Till Rocket Men's basketball, and um, winner, NFL winners and losers, big trades. Big, 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 big. Yeah. And it's pretty much shaking up how he thought free agency was going to go in his draft board. Yeah. That and more on 88.3 WHT's After Further Review. If you missed the show or you missed any segments, make sure you go to WHT's After Further Review on SoundCloud or iTunes. Got a picture of Frank Bashner on the head. horse's head. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, you can follow us in your car, in your pocket, because it could be right there on your phone or even on your laptop. Take so a quick commercial break. Give the man I got here. It's going up next. <laughs> 